Welcome to the Mind and My Wellness Podcast, your podcast for all things macros, movement, mindset, and everything in between. I'm your host, Danny Marenberg, an ex yo yo dieting cardio junkie turned sustainable nutrition coach who's helped over 1,000 women feel confident in their skin by learning how to eat for their goals without sacrificing a life well lived. I created the Mind and My Wellness podcast to give you simple, effective, and manageable tips you can take away from each episode and implement in your daily life to look and feel like the best version of you. Each week, my guests and I teach you the secrets to mastering your health and owning your power. Nutrition, mindset, movement, and women's health are all topics you'll find here. Think of our time together as your productive little health break from the day. So grab your headphones, fill up your water, and let's dive into today's episode. Have you ever stepped on the scale one morning, see it's up three pounds, and totally freak out? Yeah, I've been there too. But the good news is, is it's hardly possible that it's fat gain. Did you know it takes 3,500 calories on top of your maintenance calories to gain one pound of fat? Yes, over time, it's definitely possible if you're eating in a surplus a majority of the time, but it's highly unlikely you're consuming 5,000 plus calories in one day to lead to one pound of body fat, let alone three. So in today's episode, I'm breaking down the 10 reasons you see the scale fluctuate that have absolutely nothing to do with body fat. My goal is that you walk away from this episode with more peace of mind when it comes to understanding your body weight and not freak out the next time you see the number creep up overnight. And if you haven't already listened to episode number four, where I break down the difference between weight loss and fat loss, I highly recommend you go give it a listen because it will help you understand this topic even further as we discuss weight fluctuations. All right, so let's dive into the 10 reasons why you see body weight fluctuations on the scale. Reason number one, as you may have guessed, is high sodium intake. Sodium is an essential electrolyte that plays a crucial role in maintaining proper fluid balance in our cells. However, when we consume too much sodium, our body tries to restore balance by retaining water. So excess sodium can cause our kidneys in particular to hold on to extra water to excrete the extra sodium that our body doesn't need, which can temporarily cause bloating and an increase in body weight. I do want to caveat because I talk a lot about my electrolyte packets I drink in my water daily to help with hydration, and it's true. Our body does need sodium. But excess sodium typically comes from eating highly processed, sodium-filled foods, highly salted foods. So if you're falling into a balanced diet focusing on 80% whole foods, sodium intake shouldn't be too, too much of a concern overall. Reason number two our body weight fluctuates is glycogen storage. Carbohydrates are stored as glycogen or glucose, which is a main source of energy for the body, in our muscles, and our liver, and it can lead to weight fluctuations. And here's how. 
For every one gram of carbohydrate that you consume, it can absorb up to three to four grams of water. So when your glycogen stores increase as we consume more carbs, so does your water retention. But this does not mean that carbs are bad and cause you to gain body fat. Remember at the beginning of this episode, I told you to check out episode number four, where I talk all about what body weight actually includes. So check that one out, but don't rid off carbs because of body weight fluctuations. We absolutely need them, but that's just another reason why we experience weight fluctuations is because carbohydrates can absorb water, aka it increases water retention in the body. Reason number three is our digestive process. The digestive process can cause temporary weight fluctuations due to food processing and waste elimination. So when we eat, it weighs something. That food is going to weigh something. This adds temporary weight gain until that food is processed and eliminated out of the body. As the body works to eliminate this waste, your weight will then temporarily decrease. So you'll see these patterns, which is why I always recommend weighing in if you are using the body weight scale, weighing in first thing in the morning before you've eaten, because again, your weight will increase throughout the day and you will see fluctuations depending on if you've eaten or consumed anything. Moving on to reason number four, which is dehydration. So dehydration can lead to shifts in body weight due to fluid loss and that transferring of water weight. So things like sweating, increased physical exertion, certain health conditions, all of these things can cause significant fluid loss, which leads to temporary weight reduction. So if you've had a few days out in the sun, drinking very little water, you come back, you jump on the scale and you see that it's dropped a little bit but then a few days later, it creeps back up. This is why. Now on the flip, your body could also begin to retain water in an effort to prevent your body from suffering the consequences of severe dehydration. Our body doesn't know the next time it's going to get water, so it's doing what it can to protect you. Something very, very simple that you can do is to always make sure that you have a water bottle with you to remain hydrated, especially if you're out in the sun, there are warm temperatures, or you're working out very heavily. Something I also like to do is to also include an electrolyte tablet. I love the Element, LMNT packets. I have at least one of those a day. Yes, it's sodium, but it's going to help with hydration and help your body rehydrate. So those are just a couple simple tips, but make sure that you are always focusing on your hydration. Reason number five is alcohol. Our alcohol consumption can impact weight fluctuations due to its effect on the metabolism and fluid balance. Yes, over time, excessive alcohol consumption can lead to weight gain. I see it happen very often. This is mainly because alcohol provides no nutritional value to the body, but contains calories that most will often try to pretend that they just don't count, but they absolutely do. (laughs) Alcohol can also lead to impaired judgment and decision-making, leading to poorer choices and overeating, which yes, over time can lead to fat gain, 
But going back to reason number one, water retention through carb intake, you can see weight fluctuations overnight due to increased carb intake, which if we are tracking alcohol, we are going to be tracking it as either a carb or a fat. So that is for one. And two is if we are, if our decision-making is a little impaired through alcohol consumption and we do consume more calories, that can also lead to weight fluctuations because as we have learned, for every one gram of carbohydrates, it can absorb up to three to four grams of water. The other reason you may see weight fluctuations occur when it comes to drinking alcohol is that alcohol is dehydrating. Alcohol is a diuretic, which means it increases urine production, which then can lead to dehydration. We've already talked all about dehydration, but your body will try to counteract that fluid loss by overcompensating and retaining water and as much water as it can, hence the weight gain and the weight fluctuations. Remember, your body is just trying to protect you. So it's trying to manage overall fluid balance in the body to make sure that you are hydrated so your body processes can operate functionally. Moving on to reason number six, which is exercise-induced inflammation. Now I get women all the time nervous that they start lifting weights and they see their weight increasing overnight. First off, it would be incredible if we could gain muscle that quickly, but truth is we can't. So you're absolutely not getting bulky overnight. Intense exercise can cause temporary inflammation leading to an increase on the scale. Through our exercise and workouts, especially if working on progressive overload with a strength training program, microscopic muscle tears occur, resulting in temporary inflammation and water retention in our muscles. So as our muscles repair, that inflammation decreases and you'll start to see your weight subside. But it's very, very common as we're working through our exercise and programming, especially when it comes to strength training, which is highly beneficial, we will see those weight influxes and that weight fluctuation because of inflammation in our muscles. And this reason segues very nicely into the seventh reason, which is you're building muscle. And this is a great thing. In order to get that leaned, toned looking physique, we need muscle, but muscle is going to weigh something too. This is where I see most women I work with begin to worry. They see the scale increasing over time and immediately think that they're losing progress and they're getting further away from their goal. More often than not, your ideal body is going to weigh more than you think. One of my favorite aha moments within the macro accelerator coaching program that I have that never gets old is when clients finally understand the scale for what it is. I can't tell you the amount of times I get messages of frustration over the scale increasing to then be followed by messages like, um, never mind. I just tried on these shorts that haven't fit me in three summers and they're too big. Yes. It's possible to lose fat, but see the scale increase. And that's what happens when you build muscle. It can lead to dropping pant sizes, my gal. 
A simple way to gauge if you're building muscle versus fat is if you've been able to increase your weight and lift heavier over that time period. If the answer is yes, you sure as heck have built muscle, girl. So congrats to you. This is exactly why I don't like to put too much weight, pun intended, on the scale. I don't like to use the scale as the only way to dictate progress because if you are working to build muscle, which is ultimately going to get you that lean tone physique, the scale is going to increase because muscle is dense and it's going to weigh something and be reflected on the scale. So make sure that if you are gaining weight over a period of time and you're looking at your data holistically, also look at the fact, have you been strength training and has the weight in which you're using, has that been increasing as well? If the answer is yes, then you can bet that you are building muscle, which again is an amazing thing. Now, if you've tuned out, I want you to tune back in because number eight is a biggie, and that is stress and cortisol response. Stress triggers the release of cortisol, our body's hormone that is associated with a fight or flight response, and cortisol is there to protect us. But elevated cortisol levels can lead to weight fluctuations due to, you guessed it, water retention. Cortisol is not bad. We need cortisol to help us react in times of danger. However, in today's high-stress society, it can lead to highly elevated cortisol levels in the body. Some simple techniques that you can use to help manage stress and your internal cortisol response are things like incorporating more low-impact daily movement like walks reducing or eliminating high-intensity workouts altogether, discovering stress management techniques that work for you like meditation, journaling, breath work, even an Epsom salt bath or diffusing essential oils in your home can help to alleviate stress. And when we do our best to alleviate external stressors on the body, we're doing our part to help regulate our cortisol hormone. Reason number nine is our menstrual cycle. Yep, I'm sure you know exactly what I'm talking about when it comes to that time of the month. Most of us as women will see the scale increase. Hormonal changes during our menstrual cycle can cause weight fluctuations in women through premenstrual bloating and hormonal balance. In the days leading up to menstruation, hormonal fluctuations can cause water retention and bloating, leading to that temporary weight gain. This will look different for everyone, woman to woman, so don't compare your cycle to anyone else's. Instead, what I recommend doing is keeping a journal or logging your patterns for a few months in a row to understand how your specific body fluctuates throughout the month. You'll start to easily notice these trends and become less fixated on the scale as you become more aware and clear of your own body patterns. And the final reason your weight fluctuates that has absolutely nothing to do with fat gain, reason number 10 is travel and time zone changes. Traveling, especially across different time zones, can disrupt the body's normal routine in two ways. 
First is, of course, water retention during travel. Long flights, changes in altitude, or sitting for extended periods of time can contribute to water retention and that temporary weight gain. And second is digestive changes. Changes in your meal times and food choices while traveling can affect digestion, which can also temporarily impact your body weight as well. Typically, I've noticed it takes most women one to two weeks to normalize after a big trip. So don't worry if your weight hasn't dropped right after your return. Allow your body some grace. In this instance, the best thing that you can do for a healthy metabolism and to get back to stability with your weight is to simply get back to consistency with your eating habits and hydration. Don't restrict because this will ultimately lead you into that vicious cycle of yo-yo dieting where it becomes increasingly more challenging to make progress in the future. I have an entire free training specifically on this topic. If you haven't checked it out yet, go to mindinmymacros.com forward slash free training to register today. I'll also link it down for you in the show notes. All right, we covered a lot in today's episode in a very short amount of time. So to recap the 10 reasons your weight is fluctuating that has absolutely nothing to do with fat gain are one, high sodium intake, two, glycogen storage, number three, digestive process, number four, dehydration, five, alcohol, Reason number six is exercise-induced inflammation in the body, in our muscles. Number seven is muscle development. Reason number eight, stress and elevated cortisol levels in the body. Reason number nine, our menstrual cycle. And the final reason, traveling and time zone changes. Most of these have one thing in common, if you haven't noticed already, and that's water retention. So the moral of today's episode is to understand your scale fluctuations for what they are, which oftentimes can be chalked up to water in the body. Well, my friend, I hope you enjoyed today's episode and feel like you can rest fully assured understanding why you are experiencing the weight fluctuations that you do. Remember, do not worry. It takes 3,500 calories on top of your maintenance calories to gain one pound of fat. And although that's definitely doable over time, it's likely not why you're seeing your weight increase over a day or week period. If you found this episode helpful, it would mean the world to me if you could give this show a rating and review and share it with a friend or family member who could benefit from understanding why we see scale fluctuations so they can rest easy too. Remember to hold the course, trust the process, and remember that if you're being consistent, everything else will fall into place. If you're looking for guidance on how to eat for your body, metabolism, and goals, head on over to mindedmymacros.com and you can find everything from custom-tailored macro counts to online courses and one-on-one coaching programs designed to help you lose weight, build muscle, and feel like the best version of you. I've also got a ton of free resources for you that I'll link down in the show notes, including a free macro checklist to get you started on the right foot 
as well as my free training, Three Steps to Transform Your Body with Macros, to dive into why you might not be seeing the results that you're hoping for, and then how to help you get there. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mind of My Wellness podcast. Until next time, keep minding your wellness. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. I love hearing from you. So shoot me a DM over on Instagram at Mind and My Macros to keep the combo going. If you've learned anything from this episode or any of my past episodes, I'd really love it if you took a few seconds to leave a quick rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I love hearing what you've learned or what you've taken away from any of these episodes. It means so much to me when you do that. And if you have any friends you know that need a little help kicking some old dieting mentalities to the curb and want some simple, effective, and sustainable tips to feel their best, share a link to this episode with them. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll catch you next time.